0: Hey, everybody, it's yours truly, the Iceman, Jamie Dundee, and you're listening to Wolfie D's Live and in Color, because don't diss the man or we'll bum rush your mother.
1: Hey, this is Jimmy Street, host of the Live and in Color with Wolfie D podcast. Hear the life and times of professional wrestler Wolfie D. From his time in the territories with PG-13 to his time in WWE, ECW, WCW, TNA, and more, nothing is off limits and nothing will be held back. Thanks again for tuning in. Here he is, Wolfie D.
2: Hello, hello, hello! How's everybody doing today? It's Wolfie D, and you're listening to Live and in Color at Wolfie D. My man, Jimmy, across the street! What are you doing, man?
1: Man, I'm just chilling, brother, you know. Chilling excited. Like a villain? Yes, a total villain. And I'm excited so much about today's
2: show, bro. I'm uh, just giddy. It's, it's gonna be great. It always is. Every time we have Jamie on, uh, this will be the second time. But, I mean, we've got... You know, we're going to talk to him, and then at the end, we're going to do Ask PG-13 Anything instead of just Wolfie, so that should be uh, pretty fun, too. I th- you know, when Jamie's on, man, it's it's like we're on autopilot. We just... <laughs> <laughs> Throw a couple of words at him, and he's going to he's gonna go, man. Yeah,
1: so. you, he's just a bouncing ball, man. So I'm excited. You know, what's funny is we were like, what are we going to do for the show? We need a show. We need a show. We had Randy Hogan. Numbers were great. Thank you all, as always. We had the yeah. tribute to Jerry Jarrett. Thanks again. Awesome show. Yeah. Really appreciate that. But with this one, we were kind of struggling. We were like, man, we're going to be needing to figure yeah, something let me, out.
2: Let me, you know, people always ask, what's the greatest rib or something? I think I pulled a great rib on you. <laughs> I, I, would, I would love to tell the story because Yeah, go ahead, do it. I talked to Jamie guys. I talked to Jamie um I don't know the I guess 2 or 3 days before this uh when we when we taped the interview and uh I knew I knew he was coming on and uh I called Jimmy and I said, "Man, I just acted really down." Yes, I said, Jimmy. I can't do this no more, man. And I feel through the phone jimmy's heart sinking into his stomach he's like why man what's up i said I, I just can't i don't even remember everything i said i was just rolling yeah and michelle was actually on the couch listening to me and just looking at me like you're such a dick <laughs> And so I make uh, make Jimmy believe that I'm done with the podcast. I'm finished with it. And then yeah. he, he was so down and then I I I could have kept going but I had to let you off the hook cuz I felt bad. And uh, I'm like, dude, I'm just kidding. I said we got Jamie uh you know in 2 days and he's like, "What?" <laughs>
1: you were just like i mean it was you were selling it and i guess i was selling it too and they don't they say don't sell a rib and that the whole deal i had no idea it was a rib because you you know you're dealing with a lot you got a lot of signings coming up you got a lot of stuff you're doing making t-shirts by the way pg-13 t-shirts make sure you get touch wolfie d those are gorgeous i mean we got some cool stuff you know and i know you're busy i was like oh god it's over well it was a good run (laughs) <laughs> Come to an end.
2: <laughs> so it yeah. was funny, I, it I, was. I, if I didn't like you, I wouldn't rib you. Thank you.
1: I pre- that that's the way I feel, dude. If I don't like somebody, I don't joke with them. It's just you know,
2: yeah. I don't even waste my time with. Them, no? Right, right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, that was a rib, and uh, the the true story is that Jamie's on today, man, and uh, I can't wait to talk to him. You know, it's going to be out of control, funny I know, uh, just great times, man. I mean, when, when me and him saw each other at that, uh, Kayfabe cave signing, it was just like, we ain't missed the beat, man. And we just fed off of each other. And the people that were there had an incredible time. They wouldn't leave. Even after they bought stuff, they wouldn't leave. Cause we were sitting there telling stories and Jamie was on point, man. He was, he was Jamie Dundee to the, the <laughs> umpteenth percent, man, like the good way. And yeah. it was funny. And we told stories and, yeah. It was a good time, man, and this this should be better. I, I, I love it that Jamie's so into this now, and uh, you know I love it, man. I can't wait to to get him on the phone. I know, man. Well, hey, you know,
1: yeah, we got big things planned. Big things are coming. There's even more Jamie stuff on down the line that we're gonna work out too. But the yeah. good news is we got him back for the second time. So it took us 67 episodes to get your brother yeah. <laughs> on the show, yeah. and then. Twenty more, and we got him again. So we're doing good now, man. I'm happy. Doing
2: good, so, yeah. He's he's what the second uh, person to be on here twice now.
1: Yeah, second two timer. And Randy's still got three on him, but we'll yeah,
2: yeah. we'll get oh, that yeah. figured out. The one that I missed. Yeah, the one. Yeah, the one. The one that Wolfie missed. How many have I missed, Wolfie? <sighs> Jimmy, I don't think you. <laughs> work seven days a week. 365. Yeah.
1: Hey, I do what I can. Jimmy across the street. Love it. Love it. Love it. Anyway. Great, man. Great, man. Let's stop talking and get old Jamie on. What do you say? You ready? Are I'm you ready. ready. You
2: He's the- back. <laughs> Guess who's back? Back again. Dundee's back. Tell friend. Uh Yeah, let's do this, man. This is going to be fun. I hope you all y'all right. enjoy this. I really do. This is going to be fun. I have no idea what this fucker's going to say, but... It'll be fun, not going to guarantee. We'll be back in just a minute. Hey, folks, to get your official Live and in Color with Wolfie D merchandise, go to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash live Wolfie D. Check it out.
1: If you're listening to Live and in Color with Wolfie D on Apple Podcast and like what you're hearing, go ahead and leave a five star rating. And while you're at it, write a review. Tell us what you liked. Tell us what you'd like to hear in the future. It's very important to us and always appreciated. Thanks again. Hello. Yes, sir. We are calling about your chlamydia recent contraction.
0: Yeah, yeah. She's not here right now, but she'll be home about four. <laughs> <laughs> You talking about my my, my housekeeper, Chlamydia, down there? She's my housekeeper.
3: Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. I knew a dancer named Chlamydia one time.
0: Uh, Yeah, one time I did. I married her. I (laughs) married her. And we got two kids, uh, STD and LMNOP, both of them. (laughs) (laughs) They're doing real well in life. (laughs) <laughs> I have to walk outside and get in my car and plug my phone in because, as usual, I am unprepared.
1: Well, hey, Jamie, <laughs> and, and we appreciate you all the same, brother. So,
0: well, you know what? You are sure welcome. And the next time we get together, I'm gonna bring a right and a left shoe. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's
2: awesome. Hey, man. So let's let's talk. Let's, by the time this airs, we're gonna be. I don't know, a few weeks out. You know, Jerry Jarrett unfortunately passed away, so I felt the need to do a show on that. And so we're actually we're going, to time right. tra- we're going to be time traveling right now because by the time this airs, we will have gotten back from Philadelphia as to where we've not have yet gone to Philadelphia
0: and well, New York. And uh, I, I, all of a sudden, just a bunch of money came in my pocket like we've already been. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: got
0: a pocket full of money right now. That's good. You do it again. We'll do it again. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's that's so, the best.
0: Is this the one 20. that I know showed last year? Is that where we're going this time when we time travel? <laughs> yeah.
2: Not the exact same convention, but the same areas. Uh, so that'll be fun. Philadelphia is icons of Philadelphia wrestling. Philadelphia was never fun.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: you did Philadelphia. Um, no, because yeah, uh, I did lots,
0: I lived with New Jack and did lots of drugs, and it was just—I don't know if it was—it wasn't fun. <laughs> <laughs> it was expensive. It was not fun, and I remember we were pumping <laughs> fucking gas, and a brother runs up and busts the side window of my car out and tries to jump in and steal it, while me and Jack are fucking putting gas in on the other side of the car.
1: Oh my gosh.
3: <laughs>
0: Yeah, and I said, is this dude fucking for real, man? And he's like, yeah, looks like it. he's trying to get in the driver's seat. Punch him, Dundee. And we just started punching the fuck out of him, and he jumped out the car and ran away, but I still had a busted window.
2: Man. <laughs> That's a good one. I ain't never heard that from you before. I'll oh, think.
0: yeah, yeah. Well, you didn't know that. That's when I lived up there with Jack, and uh, we had we had lots of fun.
2: Yeah, <laughs> hey, I was just thinking, I was gonna tell Jimmy, uh, at the KFABE Cave signing <laughs> that we did, and so I don't think I told you this, Jimmy, but this guy, and I'll let you jump in here in a minute, Jamie. <laughs> this guy. Walks up to Jamie. Neither one of us really recognized him. I didn't. I know Jamie didn't. And uh, it, it makes this <laughs> so the fucking guy gives Jamie and me the encyclopedia to sign and blah blah blah. And Jamie's signing something else, asking him where he got it. And he's Jamie said, Yeah, one time this guy sent <laughs> baseball cards and uh, I liked them so much I kept them. And the guy goes, That was me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> and the best part of it, the best part of it is, his name is Peter Griffin, bro. Yeah. Oh my yeah. God, name is Peter Griffin, Griffin, man! He's fucking doing that. He fucking do his dad.
2: I've talked to him quite a bit. Really nice guy. And Jamie yeah, kept really stock nice of guy. cards and stooged himself off right in front of the guy. Yeah, but
0: listen to this. Not only did I keep it once, I kept it twice. <laughs> <laughs> he, 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 I, I, I kept the first one, and I sent him an email or something. And I said, "Look, brother, I've lost them cards. If you send two more, I'll sign them and get them back to you." So <laughs> he said he sends two more, and fucking, I think I give them to one of my kids or something. And then I literally, this is no shit, and I'm sorry, everybody, because. uh, wrestling was not fake, it was fixed. And I got fucking brain damage and shit. No kidding. I have probably 30 to 50 self-addressed stamped envelopes laying on my desk with shit all in them that I'm supposed to sign for the last 12 years. Wow. And and really, that's no shit. And and here's the thing. I really, really want to sign it. But for some fucking reason, I just can't. I don't know why. I don't know why. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I mean that's no I even had my buddy Donnie my buddy Donnie one time uh, just let like, just like six months ago this dude sent me something in two thousand and sixteen and I had Donnie because it was in Madison, Tennessee, drive it back to the dude and knock on the door and give it to him. <laughs> And it well, was like, now, awesome. five or six years later, I don't even know if the, the
2: dude probably moved. It probably wasn't even the right dude. The dude just went, hey, thanks. <laughs> <the fucking> <laughs> but yeah, I, I can attest to this, him having these weird panic attacks about strange things. The guy, you know, we sold our cyberpunk mask to Todd Camp at the Kayfabe Cave, and uh, he wanted us to put him on and take one last picture, and uh, just fucking Jamie. <laughs> Fucking, you would have thought somebody put him in a fucking straitjacket, dude. He started fucking wig <laughs> Get
0: it off. He can't. And hey, I swear I fucking panicked. I went into claustrophobic mode, and I panicked, man. It was squeezing my head, and I fucking couldn't breathe. And <laughs> I was hyperventilating, and it, it didn't go well. It didn't go well at all. But, but you know, I didn't know, but does the cranium grow? Does the head get fucking bigger as you get older? Sometimes. What you maybe. just call it? Did you say the uh, I swear, when I put that mask on, it felt like fucking, uh, I don't know. It, I flipped out, man. I really got claustrophobic and panicked like hell, man. And I flipped out. Yes, wow. and, uh, and it was not at work. Sure. It was, uh, it was high. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what's wrong with me. But I honestly, I, and I know this sounds going to sound crazy, but I have a diagnose myself. Because I have a PhD <laughs> with an L M N O P, that I have um, social anxiety. When I go when I go around with a bunch of people, I start to fucking I can't breathe, and I don't know yeah. what that's about. Maybe because my whole entire life I was around nothing but thousands of people. Yeah. I don't know, but right. but I swear, man, it's crazy. Right. I have. Diagnose myself because I have a doctor's degree in in uh, in THC. I'm really good at it, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, honestly, I, I really believe that's what I got. Uh, if if not, then I'm just plumb fucking crazy. I, I, that's all I can tell you.
2: Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Uh, Jimmy actually. One had, yeah. we gonna play a little game with you here. If you got a story or whatever, he's got some names. He's just gonna give names. Say what you think. If you got a good story about the person, let's hear it.
0: Oh, okay, okay, this is kind of like Jeopardy. Yeah, uh, it's, no, it's nothing like Jeopardy, actually. <laughs> hey, only- it's nothing like Jeopardy. Okay, oh. kind of like Wheel of Fortune, then maybe. Mm. Give me a, give me a, give me a Brian Pillman for for seven hundred. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, it's a game.
1: Are you willing to play the name game, Jamie Dundee, brother? I,
0: I will play the name game as long as we can have. Um, when we go to Pigeon Forge, we can put Chase Stevens in Wrestler's Court, and uh, I will be yeah. the prosecutor. Dr. Tom Pritchard will be the judge, and you, be shall be the defense. Okay. Oh, the defense. What? What is the case? <laughs> the case is Brian Christopher's hanging around and shit. That's what the case is. The fucking guy. Oh, uh, right. Really too soon. What the fuck, man? Really too soon? I mean, Brian would have well, loved
1: it. Brian would have yeah, loved it. Yeah,
3: Brian likes rip right. Hey.
1: All right. Well, starting with the name game, then you said the name. Let's start it off with Brian Christopher. Give me a quick thought about him.
0: Man, I don't know what happened to him in the end, man. Love him. Love him so much. I, I, I don't know. I don't know what happened, man. I really, the guy went from straight laced, doing it all right to holy shit, he did it all wrong in the end. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, really, man, I don't, I don't, I don't, I've never seen no one go from nothing straight to friggin' heroin. He <laughs> 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 does that, man. I mean, there was no, no, no in between. No starting off, you know, do a little bump here and there and move your way. up. Nothing just straight to the bang. Zoom, wing, here we go. Uh, I, uh, I don't know. I don't know I'll, what happened. I, 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 I miss him a lot. Work that's, that's, that's that's doing a lot of people.
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. What about Billy Travis?
0: Oh, Gary Miles The fucking guy could steal from you and smile and make you like it. You can't get mad at Billy. For no fucking reason on the planet could you ever get mad at Billy. Because yeah. he, sang, he sang like Marty Taylor. He'd say, Marty Taylor's on. Y'all watch Marty Taylor? And he, he thought he was a... Uh, uh, um, Boys come in. He thought he could sing like hell. And and the one thing I remember my whole entire life about Billy is he had a smelly dick. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Uh, I mean, he would always pull the little fucking covered wagon back and the fucking God, poor Billy, gouache it, man. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. I bet if we dug Billy up right now, his dick would stink. I swear to God, it would. (laughs) (laughs) That's no shit.
1: Okay, well then, how
0: about Eric Embry? Man, you know Eric Embry. I just talked to him about—I don't know— a few months back. Man, he's a—he, uh, you know, he's a—he uh, he's, runs a pizza place right here in Kentucky. like down the road from me, like somewhere by Bowling Green or something. Okay. And he got him a pizza place going. I, I always loved Eric Kimbry. A lot of people didn't like Eric. I, I loved Eric. Eric was. Eric, I stayed in the Dallas portatorium when he lived there. You know, when we would take the bus down and shit. I stayed a couple times because I didn't have nowhere to be. So I just said, "Fucking, I ain't riding the bus back. I'm gonna stay with you, Eric." We just sit in the fucking portatorium and do whippets and and <laughs> just fucking do whatever else comes along. But I, I've always loved Eric Kimbry. A lot of people don't like him, but I, I've always loved him. Okay, that's a good one. What about the fabulous Jackie Fargo? Man, the greatest story I got on that is, to, as as I was reminded my whole entire life of running around with Brian Christopher, that the, the Dundees ruined the Lawler's Christmas in 1975. <laughs> Jackie <laughs> Fargo played Santa Claus, and i would never forget it. I, I, I ran up to him with the milk and cookies when he came in. He had the beard on and the outfit, and he, I ran up and I gave him them milk and cookies, and he pulled that beard down. He said, Pally, Santa wants whiskey, boy. And I ran back I and said, Daddy, Santa wants whiskey. And so we got, we, got, we got Santa a whole bunch of whiskey, and Santa got tore plumb up, and by the time he got to the Lawler's house, he knocked the Christmas tree over, fucking broke the toys. <laughs> yeah, but he, he started at Jarrett's went to ours, and then off to the fucking Lawler's, and by the time he, because that was when Jerry lived in Hendersonville, and by the time, by the time old Fargo got to friggin' Pally's house, baby, it was on, he knocked the tree over, broke all the gifts and Brian Christopher reminded me of that every year at Christmas he'd say you ruined my fucking Christmas my whole life (laughs) (laughs) Santa, Santa, Santa Santa ruined it not me yeah not (laughs) you not you Santa so what about
1: you brought his name up let's go ahead and say Mr. Jerry Jarrett the late Jerry Jarrett
0: man uh, I don't know what else to say but I mean Fuck so, me, you, Bill Dundee, Undertaker, Stone Cold, fucking Barack, any wrestler on the planet owes that man a thank you. And without you, I wouldn't be no one. And that is no shit. Yeah. I mean, I mean, that dude just go, oh my God, the greatest wrestling mind in the world. And if he wasn't, I'm giving him credit for it. Because, by God, I can't remember. I mean, you know, how are you going to take Kamala and stick him in my backyard and end up making it look like Africa, bro? Only Jerry Jarrett could do that, man.
3: <laughs> exactly.
1: That was genius, I mean, man. For yeah, it, it looked like Africa for sure.
0: Yeah, and it was, my, it was my fucking backyard in Hendersonville, Tennessee. I'll never forget it. I'm like, what's well, what they doing? Like, yeah, he's, he's in Africa, kid. <laughs> now, he bought George and Jones' mansion, right? No, what now? Say that again.
1: Didn't Jerry buy George Jones' mansion? What, no, no,
0: no no. Jerry, no, no, Jerry built that mansion, Okay. He, he, actually, Jerry Jerry designed that mansion in in college, and they told him it couldn't be done, because gotcha. that was in the 60s, and he made, this is no bullshit, he made that teacher come and change the grade on that paper 30 years later when he built that house, that's no bullshit. Uh, wow. Yeah, he, he brought him there and said, Well, there it is. And then the guy was like, Son of a bitch, uh, You ain't wrong now today. <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: awesome. Okay, well, yep. then how about J E F F J A R R E T T? What about Jeff?
0: Man, uh, uh, let me tell you, my whole entire life, I don't know if Jeff liked me or not. I still don't know if Jeff liked me or not. Uh, <laughs> when I was uh, 16 or 17 years old, when I just started managing, I remember being on the side of the road with a flat tire, and him and Frank Morrell pulled up in that white and gold Lincoln, and he unrolled the window and he said, I don't even fucking like you. <laughs> <laughs> and I go, Oh, oh okay. And he goes, But we got to change that tire, and he helped me change my tire. So so you know i i, I don't I don't know but I, I, I sent Jeff that little video thing I made, and he sent me back a really personal great message, and said jamie that that was fucking wonderful man, and thank you very much and, and the and the emotions that that brought out in me, but I thank you for." Them. And I was That's like, Wow, awesome. good stuff, man, good stuff, man. But uh, but as as I the more I talked in the wrestling world, if it wasn't for Jeff Jarrett, me and Wolfie would have never had a job nowhere. Right, right, right. I mean honestly, he gave us our first job from from at Cox in Central City. He came and did a shot and he goes, Have y'all showed this to gimmick to my dad? And we're mm-hmm. like, No, he's like, You will tomorrow and so we tried for two or three times and finally we got hey, to show but, it to him. Remember, remember, if you remember, you gave Jeff the your video recorder, and Jeff actually filmed the match. Stood back he, there and filmed he sure, he, 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 Yes, he did. He sure the hell did. It, it, it was, it, was it me against you or me and you against somebody? Uh, me and you against Brickhouse and I think maybe Pez Wally. I can't remember who that oh, was. Oh, no, maybe, maybe Brickhouse and the Gambler. I don't remember. I don't, I don't either, but, but it was for Shelby Adcock, but it was a USWA show, right? But, wasn't that how it went? Nah, it was just a Shelby show, Beaver Dam. Yeah, so then I don't know why House would have been there because he's a Memphis guy. He wouldn't he have been worked. down this again. Yeah, he did work there sometimes, and so did Bez. I know, yeah, I sure know, that. I know that. I mean, hell, listen, back in them days, we work anywhere to get that old snooty dude, that old, old <laughs> after-party after activities. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, one of the greatest names that I'm, I've got on this list, these are two awesome ones, Tracy Smothers.
0: Man, God, known him. He said, Dundee, Dundee, you're alive. Dundie. He said, y'all think Dundee's crazy? Y'all ought to meet his sister. Y'all ought to meet his sister. Oh, shit. Y'all ever meet Dundee? Oh, my God. Y'all think Dundee's sane. He said, I know he says, he's 13 years old. Y'all, this ain't a work. This ain't work. It's him 24-7. That's Dundee right there 24-7. When we did that movie, when we did that movie, he told all them guys I "said shit, Robert Ripper said, yeah, he said, he want to know if he, he can call Robert Bob. Who the hell wants to call Robert Bob? <laughs> I was just talking, talking, talking about, about the last cast. If I could call him Bob. And he'd say, yeah, look, at brother, he don't care. He don't care if we draw tonight. he he said, who's the mark, Dundee? Who's the mark? They're out there in their boat, me and you driving to Memphis. Who's the fuck the mark?
2: <laughs> <laughs> hey, I mean, when he see a big house, it'd be like, look at brother, look at brother. I, mean, I bet he never yeah. took a back drive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he'd say, he say, who, who he say, who do you be? Who the fuck do you ever be?
1: <laughs> yeah. When the Saw shows were light after TJ passed away, he'd look out in the curtain. He was like, well, boys, if they ride, I believe we can take them. <laughs>
0: yeah, I believe we got a boy. He and he, say, and "He say, look at that, Dundee, right over in that factory. He said, you know, the only thing they got to worry about in life is cheese and crackers or peanut butter and crackers on their 15-minute break. That's all they got to worry about, Dundee. <laughs> <laughs> he Go went ahead. through five years of high-fives. Yeah, yeah. And when I say high-fives, I mean every time he said a word, you had to high-five yeah. it. Don't so let me hang Don't let me hang if you, don't, don't leave, if you did, he would reach over and just take it. So it didn't matter. He was hitting his five. And this is no shit. We all learned to just stick our hand on the fucking wrist in between us on the, on the arm armrest and just hold your hand up and just drive 400 miles with your left hand. Just up so Tracy could high-five to somebody every time he said
3: something.
0: Well, I mean, it was great. It was great. If I could go back and do it again, I would. That's another great story. Whoopi and, Whoopi and Tracy Smothers are going to give me a fucking intervention one time. <laughs> we fly into boston we fly into boston and in boston it takes three hours to go six miles and i don't know what time you do it in
3: yeah. and,
0: and so we landed the airport we rent the car and we we're going and wolfie and uh uh tracy are going to give dundee an intervention and they start saying jamie you gotta quit doing the cocaine you gotta quit smoking the jab-a-dye. you gotta quit <laughs> tracy said what the hell are you doing I brought the shit with him on the plane. Look, he's got it in his hand now. I'm back there just <laughs> doing my deal, baby. Cause I'm still crazy. I've got to do what i got to do. Man, that's how, you know, it's, that's, that's, that's the reason I did this entertainment business is for the extra activity, activity extracurricular activities after the show. Yes. That is the reason. But I mean, you know, can you imagine Wolfie and Smutter's going to give Dundee a fucking intervention? Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I mean, come on. Right. Yeah. So. Look, one more crazy story. You yes, remember this please. from when we land with the, with the joint? Remember? He says, Dundee, uh-uh. get them gloves out of that bag. And I pulled the joint out and written on the joint <laughs> from his ex-wife Rose says, This is the reason you lost your family to begin with. And I read oh my- that and he goes he goes he goes, what the hell are you talking about, Dundee? I go, right here, Tracy, written on the joint. He goes, motherfucker, I had that hidden in a rock, under a rock, outside. outside the house, under a rock. And says she done found it. I said, obviously, she wrote a note on it, Smothers. So Smothers put his shirt off. Yeah, He would always take his shirt off and stick it under the seat like the pot smoke's not going to get under the seat. It's just going to go everywhere else in the car. It's not going to get under the seat. And uh, uh, and then we spoke to the joint, and I swear he was worried about that shit, though. So I, know, I imagine he was, but uh, I guess he, they really did get divorced. I don't know if it was over that doobie, but it was because the doobies. <laughs> and then he, and then he the get the lotion brothers.
2: out after he smoked to get the lotion out and rub it all over.
0: His oh, face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And listen, brother, you ain't never seen nothing till you seen Tracy's mother pissing in the cup. he kicking, <laughs> rubbing lotion on the same chicken fingers that he fucking held his dick with when he peed in the cup, and then rubbing it <laughs> on his face. I'm like, what in the fuck was all that right there, bro? He's like, Johnny, can't stop, can't stop, bro. Okay, we gotta go, we gotta get there, man. can't stop, buddy. He, he said, I'm tired of you nickel and dime and me. Dave. It cost Tracy mothers a hundred dollars to pick me and Wolfie up every fucking time. He'd have to give a 50 bucks each up front. And he said, boys, I got I got you, I got you draw, I got you draw, boys. Hey, come on.
3: <laughs>
0: and then finally one yeah. day he just said, I'm tired of you nickel and dying me death. This, this is no shit, y'all. He lived three miles from my mother's house. And he fucking told me he was fixing to go to bounty hunting school and hunt me down. <laughs> I said, yeah. what? He said, "Yes, yeah. Now, Danny, I'm tired of you nickel dying, motherfucker. I said, I'm going to go to bounty hunting school, and I'm going to hunt you down, Danny. I'm going to fucking walk your goddamn ass. And I said, <laughs> I'm fucking three miles where you ain't got to go to no school or nothing. You fucking recall <laughs> God bless his heart, man. He oh, my, where I knew him when he was normal. My mother yeah. used to say. My mother used to say, what a good-looking, bloody, lovely man he used to be. What the fuck happened to him? (laughs) I said, the wrestling business happened to him, mama. (laughs) Yeah, oh man. Okay, well, that is just
1: amazing. I think we got to do a Tracy show sometime. So...
0: You can get everybody on this planet to tell you a, a Tracy story. I mean, yeah, uh, yeah. a good one. He's going to find a whole fucking bar in, in Philadelphia. That's yeah. where the way that <laughs> looking at me. I swear he said, Hold my watch, Dundee. I said, I know See, I believe this motherfucker. Me and you and I believe it. <laughs> Yeah, I'm mad at New Jack. I said, New Jack ain't on our side no more. ECW's out the window. It's just fucking, you know. it is what it I'm leaving him, brother. Oh, my goddamn, why? you what the fuck did he say to me? I said, he said. Mother, he's talking to the DJ. He didn't say a fucking word to you, bro. I'm leaving. Because so he said, I saw Mark and Vince looked at Mark and they gave it. He, he shook his head up and down. He said, What the fuck's a Freddie Joe Floyd? What the fuck's Freddie Joe Floyd, Dundee? What the fuck is that? Is that a rib for Mark? I'm up here hold my watch. I'm <laughs> oh, mother's man. Loved him. I right, listen, I saw him. I saw him two weeks before he passed away. My brother in law, J D Thunder, stayed with with Tracy all the way up to the day he passed. But I went over to Bridge to Evansville and went and saw him in the hospital like two weeks before he passed away. And I would hey, send yeah. him a text and look, I sent him a text and he always said to me, Duncan, you're He said, you get more shit in seven days than the average human can get in a whole fucking year. But tell me what happened this (laughs) week. And so I sent him a message, and I go, Smuggler, you're alive. And he wrote back, just barely, Dundee, just barely. (laughs) Barely. God
2: bless him.
0: I I had FaceTimed him
2: uh, probably, you know, about the same time you say you saw him and stuff, man. You just knew he he knew. and he knew. You know what I
0: mean? Right, right. He knew, he knew, and and he damn sure uh, the the way his funeral thing went down. He didn't want to be in Springfield, Tennessee, first of all, because Bucky and Bucky kicked that dog, and Bucky, Bucky, Bucky cocked that gun and hit that top and kicked that dog right in the mouth, and it bit, bit brother's foot off. I, I ain't playing y'all some thugs, baby. T is terrible, H is hell. You was judge, ugly and G is for jail because a thug can't spill. That's right. <laughs>
1: right. I love it. Oh man. Well, this next guy is probably gonna elicit some great stories too because he's honestly one of my favorite wrestlers of all time, and anybody who says he's not one of the greatest is a damn liar, beautiful Bobby Eaton.
0: Man, you ain't wrong, brother. That dude, my, my brother-in-law broke his heart. He had to put up with a fucking dumbass sister of mine his whole life. But I <coughs> tell you what, he loved her till the fucking end, bro. He yeah. sure did. Yeah. He took care of her. That was Bobby's, I don't know why, believe me, beyond any shadow of a fucking doubt, we all begged him and fucking pleaded him. We tried to pay him to fucking run away, but he wouldn't. But damn yeah. it, he... Bobby, that, that was the most humble, the most kind, the most fucking just the best wrestler in this fucking business bar none. I mean, honestly, when the video games first came out, they got Bobby Eaton to do all the moves for them because they knew they would fucking be right. You know what I mean? Yeah, Bobby Eaton yeah. was the only one to ever put that suit on and take every fucking bump so any fucking Nintendo could make a wrestling game. And that's no shit. And just such a such a kind, just such a caring and a good person, man. And then he had to marry my fucking stupid sister, bless his heart. God, man. <laughs> and I miss Bobby so much. He called me bones my whole entire life. Oh yeah, he say, Bones, he say, Bones, but see, when he met my sister, I was, uh, listen, he married her when I was 13, so when he met my sister, I was about 11 or 12, and I had, had my appendix taken out, so I was really, really skinny, and recovering yeah. from appendicitis, you know, and, and Bones, and, and just, just always, he'd say, Bonesy, Roll, Bobby, leave some joints, you gotta go on the road. i fucking roll joints, that was the worst shit you've ever seen in life, and Bobby would just smile, and, hug and love him, love you, Bonesy, and just just take him with him and i think is he gonna smoke that what the fuck <laughs> i mean but he's just, i mean there's nothing bobby he's just, just a, a kind caring good person man and a yeah. tough son of a bitch yeah, yeah he was one of them ones if you cross the line which not not many people ever did but i matter of fact i don't think i've ever heard a person say anything bad about bobby Eaton ever on this <laughs> fucking planet because if you did right. there must be something wrong with you man right you know <laughs> exactly yeah, and you have to fight every motherfucker on the planet. Because Shawn Michaels right. once said, "The greatest wrestler in our business is Beautiful Bobby," and, and it's true that. True that. 16 years old when he started wrestling as the Brown Bomber in fucking Alabama.
1: Yeah, what a great guy!
0: I got God, three yes, left
1: yeah. here. I got three okay. left. All
0: right, that's this not one all that's left in the business. That's all we is, got about three left. It's <laughs> I mean? the superstar Bill Dunn. Yeah. Man, let me tell you, growing up. Uh, that some bitch had an ego, and he was a superstar. He let everybody know it, or everybody at home, anyway.
3: Uh, I
0: don't know. I don't know about it in the real world, or you know, the wrestling world, In the real world. Some bitch come home, but you know what sucked about having a dad that was kind of famous or whatever like that is, if the towns didn't draw, I got my ass whooped. <laughs> and that yeah. fucking suck. Like, please, yeah. come on, Memphis, draw. Man, come on, draw. Does he get home? He's gonna be mad because I stole a motorcycle or something. I don't know. I mean, believe me, the shit I did definitely needed ass kickings for it. But, I mean, it just seemed like every time I saw my papa, it was cause he wouldn't let me go to no town. But because now that I'm 51 and I understand and my mother has passed on, he had a girlfriend in every fucking town, which I don't blame you. But I only ever got to go to the fairgrounds. Yeah. And that was on Saturday every blue moon, he let me go to Evansville and put my little jumpsuit on, dressed like him and sell kisses to fat chicks for a dollar. <laughs> that, was my, that was me and his thing right there, you know? That's and, genius. Uh, so, I mean, really, I didn't have a chance. I and mean, I was eight years old fucking charging fat chicks a dollar for a kiss. I mean, what was I going to grow up and be a fucking mayor? <laughs>
2: right, right, right. <laughs> I mean, hey, tell them you know, about the time he you stole his gimmick thing. money, and, and he stole his gimmick money, and he came to the arcade.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Kid. Well, actually, I stole a whole bag. Well, that was when I stole a $100 bill. I was already 16 then. But one yep. time... Listen, this, 19, I'll never forget this, 1980 fucking 2. I was 13 years old or 14 years old, so it was 1984. It was Molly Crew opening up for Ozzy Osbourne Park at the to Moon Tour. Awesome. And I fucking, I, and my dad had a whole bunch I didn't get to go, so fuck you and awesome. My student ain't never seen Molly Crew. There's <laughs> <laughs> no shit. They're my favorite band on the planet. I never got to see him, But uh, I, yeah. I, I used to go in there and Bill would have a, a, one of them bank bags, right? And, you know, I would sneak in there when he got in the shower or something, which was very rarely was he home when I got home from school. You know what I'm saying? Because the the towns, he'd have to leave before school got out. And so I come home and and, and I used to sneak in there and unzip that He'd have one of them brown bank bags and it would have a fucking stuff full of envelopes and it would say like Memphis, $260, Louisville, $170. You know, it was all the picture money and he would save it for a month and then he would take it and bury it in a jar or whatever it was he did with it. And so I grabbed one of them little fucking envelopes out of it and I didn't know what, I was preaching to grab one to back in my room. Right? And so the shower was cut off and I fucking had the whole bag in my room. And like, oh shit. So I just throw it in my closet. So the next day, when I come home from school, old Bill's moping around shit. And I said, My mom, what's wrong with Bill? She said, One of them goddamn wrestlers has stolen all of his picture money. And I <laughs> thought, Oh, fuck, it's in my closet. So this is what I knew the genes that I knew. My best friend named was Fred. We called him Sticky because everything he touched was in to the fucking picture. So Sticky had an EP in an it, empty to stay home. So I said, Sticky. Push said so much over here, and I put $20 in. Let's go to the mall. So I went to the mall, and I bought every motherfucking buddy of mine, about 10 or 12 dudes, everybody fucking tickets to Ozzy Osbourne, Barkington roof I bought everybody T-shirts. I bought everybody those fucking plastic six-pack holding hats you put on with the one straw, you know, so you can drink yeah. six beers at one time. I bought yeah. everybody one of those. I bought cartons of cigarettes for everybody. I fucking spent that whole, it was about $8,000, and that was a lot of money in fucking 19. Oh, that's lot money. God, oh, okay. that's really a lot of money now. That's a lot of money now and I spent the whole $8,000 and then I called my mom to come and pick me up at the mall. <laughs> oh and I my. got fucking four huge bags full of fucking just nothing, just shit you can't return. Right. So <laughs> my mother says, where in the fuck did you get all this shit? And of course, I said, Sticky bought it. Well, first of all, Sticky <laughs> ain't never had over $2 in his pocket and he damn sure <laughs> gave p and I mean, what the fuck's that take, right? Yeah. So she said Sticky bought it huh? I go yeah Sticky got his taxes You know, I was fucking 14 and Sticky was 16 or something so Sticky didn't have no damn taxes so, <laughs> so the next day but of course my dumb ass I took all the little envelopes and threw them away but I threw the brown fucking bank bag in my closet oh, so the next day when I come home from school I had to, you had to come around my house and we had a big fucking concrete like a rock staircase thing you go up and it goes up into the swimming pool area and then you go into the house and just as I fucking my head peeks up over them stairs, fucking Bill sitting at the table with that fucking bag on the table. I said, oh shit, I took off running, and of course, he caught me and fired that old head up a few times, and this is what he did, man. He brought all of my buddies, every fucking one of them, and said, here's, this is for you, this is for you. He gave them all the tickets, gave them all the cigarettes, gave them all the fucking hats, the shirts, damn it, and he said, if any of y'all... Pick this motherfucker up and take him to the concert. I am going to beat the fuck out of you. And not <laughs> like one, not one son of a bitch pick me up, bro. They like, hey, God, we believe him, man. I mean, fuck that. I'm sorry, bro. We didn't tell you the baddest shit. And so I never got to see I mean, really, they were like, yeah, fuck you. I'm not taking an ass kicking from Dundee. But I appreciate it, Bill. And they all just went to the and fucking, I got an ass kicking and everybody enjoyed the fucking wealth of it. So... Yeah. I figured out his, that's why I quit not I've told three times in my life. One time was a fucking $1,500 diamond ring. I did it when I did it. I did it right. The other time was a $10,000 bag of money. And the other time was a Lincoln Continental that Dutch Mantel caught me driving and I took that fucker back home and he never told on me. So. <laughs> <laughs> and so my life was, uh, it wasn't my fault. I mean, it really yeah. wasn't. When you sell kisses to fat chicks at eight years old, you don't want to do nothing else. Right. <laughs> right. Exactly. I mean,
1: <laughs> okay. All right. The final two names are easy here. So number one is Livening Color with Wolfie D. Kelly
0: Warren Wolf, The guy Airwolf. His name was Airwolf when I met him. He had a fucking. His mama combed his hair over to the side, parted it over to the side, and he had a fucking little <laughs> little colorful jacket with some fringe on it, and he was Airwolf. <laughs> and, 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 and so me and Aaron Wolf and, and a Mitch Ryder, called Mitchell Bell, rest in peace, brother, and uh, um, uh, Brian Hopkins and fucking Tracy Johnson all jump in this fucking car, of Mitch's, and just r- go to any wrestling show we could wrestle at for fucking whatever, eight bucks, ten yeah. bucks, twelve bucks. That don't make a fuck. Hell, Gypsy Joe would give me a bump. He'd give me five bucks in a bump, and I'd be there. Fuck, I'm there, brother. Yeah. So <laughs> and, and 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 Wolfie started the gimmick of the because of me and Wolfie wrestled each other. And I have them all on videotape and shit. They are good fucking matches. I said, I say to this day, right now them fucking shows that we were on in them outlaw shows, the Shelby Adcock book, every motherfucker on that show could get down and go, man. They really could. And I would yeah. put that show up. I would put that show against the fucking AEW, the WWE, any fucking garbage show that's out there today. I would put them fucking 10 Outlaw wrestlers, as you call them, and we would smoke their fucking ass in ratings, bro. Believe that. Yeah. I ain't shit, man. I mean, I'm not exaggerating that shit. I got them on, on handheld videotape. I got them all recorded, and I'm telling you, I go back and watch them and so fuck, that was a hell of a fucking show, man. Then people got to see for $5 with a bunch of outlaw. But when me and Wolfie, when Chris Champion said, do it together, and he, he gratefully let me come along, because if y'all ask him, he'll tell you he used to sit in the crowd when I first started managing it. He hated them, J.C. I, So I saw I did my job right. I got a lot of. <laughs> But but, but, but I, I can't imagine my life without the guy. I, I can't imagine I can't imagine being around him much longer anymore. <laughs> but, I, but I I can't imagine my life without him. I don't I don't I don't know where it would have ever went without him. For real, I love him. I love him. But he knows. Fuck. You know what
3: yeah. what I mean Because
0: you know, but, he, but I, I've been. Watching a video where he said All you ever did was sit on the couch Drink beer smoke cigarettes While I worked out and took us places So thanks to Wolfie, <laughs> I got to go places
1: <laughs> Thank you, Wolfie Alright no. yeah. uh, I mean, we, we yeah. Do you have a rebuttal? Other,
0: yeah, you do yeah. We complimented Wolfie. each other, man I love That's you too Some things can't be taught, brother some, Ricky right. and Robert there's Some things can't be taught From the get go, it it just, it was, it was, it was, it was fucking, matter of fact, many, many times throughout the years have me and Wolfie had extra collector activities and out of nowhere text the other one and just say, God damn, we were great. Yeah. And I mean I believe that. I mean not not too I mean just must have must have sat at home and watched the video, I promise. But I was like, fuck, <laughs> man, and him too. It's like I mean, fuck, we were great, and we really were. And yeah. bar none, but now I can't even book two fucking the right shoes in my bag. So don't book me no more.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well speaking of, the very last one in name game for Jamie Dundee is just that. JC Ice, the Ice Man, Jamie Dundee. <laughs> Fuck,
0: brother. If it's up to me, we just keep that Ice Man where he is. We we keep him put away because that dude is fucking. That dude, well, everybody knows that dude's crazy. And you don't give a fuck that dude sells kisses for a dollar to fat chicks, and he don't. (laughs) (laughs) And sometimes he'll give them free ones if they're real big and ain't got a dollar. He don't mind. Goddamn, take one for the team, brother. Uh, but, I mean, J.C. Ice definitely was, a, uh, it was, and he is, uh, 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 is. Like a lot of people say to my wife, man, what is it like living with this guy? And my wife, like, it's nothing like y'all see. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because, it, you know, the wrestling business, the the people, it, I guess it brings out the J.C. Ice in me, which is, you know, it, you know, everybody has an alter ego. It's somewhere inside their little souls. And we just get to bring all that every fucking night in a different town with bucking women and Money and drugs and sex and rock and roll and and then, then one day it's all gone and uh, it's 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 hard to uh, let that person go but you know uh, if not you end up dead in a fucking hotel room or you know what I'm saying so uh, I finally came to my it's over for me and I'm glad it's over for me and and, and but life is slow and boring without him I know that J C is, it was he had a lot of fun a lot a lot of fun yeah yeah I mean he, yeah. he gets Jenna Jameson on fucking pay per view bro I mean come on. Right. I mean, right. you know you know how many dicks I sucked right then? <laughs> <laughs> About 30. I mean, right that second, like, damn, I just sucked 30 dicks, man. What the
3: fuck? And I did it for $500. So,
0: I mean, so what? So, uh, some of y'all listening have done it for free. So, fuck you. <laughs> don't judge me. <laughs> you know, it,
2: that, uh, that match, when they show it on uh, – uh, I guess it's WWE Network or something, but when they show it now, there's they edit it out. Like you kissed her, and then you grabbed the mic and you said, "Damn, that tastes like dick." It tastes like <laughs> dick. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, cool.
0: but it did. That's been- it did. I mean, what else would it taste like? Anybody else <laughs> kisses her? I promise. And I have never. That was the first time I'd ever really tasted dick, and. uh <laughs> And, 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 but I know it was dick it was, bar none it was dick I it was like, that did not fucking taste right wolf <laughs> I remember one time me and Wolfie was in Puerto Rico and I, I, I had a morning boner and I threw my arm and leg over him and, and squeezed up against him like I don't know I wasn't sleeping anyway whoa 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 and he slid out on the fucking bed he's like no we gotta get a room with two beds bro we, we can't be doing this shit <laughs> and that was the closest i ever been to being gay so my and my little boner on Wolfie's back that was the closest I've ever been. I'm just saying that that uh I know for a fact. Did that kiss Had a little dick in it I know I know it is uh, You know I mean we were Drinking hey. under the bleachers We were under the bleachers Dressing bro The fucking people's Popcorn and shit Was falling on us On a pay per view I mean yeah. for real
1: Yeah Yeah uh, So you know That reminded me of a story And I'm sorry To take it over here But, but the I'm, big mate, over.
0: I'm out of shit to
1: say Yeah well So Wolfie always talks About the funny story About Vader Wolfie standing there Talking okay. to somebody And all of a sudden You come running up And Vader had done something Well Remember he was,
0: he was asleep, asleep yeah he yeah. yeah, was asleep. the same kind of thing that I did to wolfie and he throwed that fucking arm over me or whatever and I went oh what the fuck you doing dude? big old army fucking he snuggled me up in there <laughs> <laughs> he just he fucking arm he just like pulled me I'm like what is this fucking monster doing like, oh, damn, as he that and I think he had a little boner in my back too right there I want really to do bleed up. Uh, honestly, I believe it. I believe I got a Vader boner. That's better than a Vader line, I guess. He has <laughs> yeah, a very good point, yes. <laughs> and, 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 you know, I watched that uh, the other day. I just saw uh, a clip in there where Wolfie told that Shamrock story. And, you know, 100%, I am the only motherfucker on this planet that could have got away with that, you know?
3: right Oh, uh, yeah, right, yeah,
0: right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, i passed out with an $850 cab bill thanks to Brian Christopher and Tony fucking Williams and some fucking gaudy girl with a thousand Xanxes, a thousand hits of XZ, and a thousand. Fucking wagons. That's not my fault. But anyway, in Louisville on a Sunday, changed my fucking ticket, flew in the wrong town, got a $800 bill, and all oh, that's my fault, right? Yeah, sure. Okay. But anyway, naked in the fucking Denny's doing the fucking bulldog. I mean, butt ass naked in the Denny's in Elizabethtown. That bitch, that chick went and got the cooks and said, Look at this motherfucker out here, y'all. I'm butt naked, fucking crawling around my nuts through my legs like the fucking bulldog. Because Brian's like, You won't do the bulldog. I said, I will. I'll do the bulldog right here. And then the fucking police pull us over and they take the girl to jail, and and the next thing I know, I'm fucking waking up, and there's Ken Shamrock. (laughs)
3: And yeah,
0: and and that, I mean, bless his heart, uh, old Kenny, if you're listening now, bro, you still don't want nothing. you still don't want
2: nothing. (laughs) That's the only me. We're going to take a quick break, and we're going to come back with Ask PG-13 Anything. We've had some of the fans uh, send in some questions, and me and you were going to answer them. I, don't e- I haven't even read them. So
0: I Boy, don't know. The thing. Right. Well, that last time I did one of them, it didn't turn out too well. That was that fucking one in Philadelphia where the uh, U-shoot, they call it, and <laughs> fucking things didn't end well, man. It
1: didn't end well at all. Yeah, but uh, how I'm many years it, did you drink again. in that, bro? I mean, you drank Yeah, yeah
0: so I'm, I'm gonna drink again just to make this one good too. Okay. But I'm just saying, you
1: drank like a suitcase, man. It was like I, no, mean, no, Jamie... no, 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 no.
0: I drank five suitcases and smoked fucking gonna... joints and drank a fifth of fucking Patron and then then, <laughs> then 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 sat in the dude's lap and fucking rubbed my come who no, and, 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 All right. and I'm not queer though But, but he just looked like he, he was like He needed a little help with his show Because I think <laughs> I was one of the first ones he ever did Me and Sandman I can't believe he kept on I would have quit if I was him Fucking yeah. do me and the Sandman I'd be like fuck that shit I'm going fucking somewhere else I'm going to talk to football players or something Yeah <laughs> Be back with Ask PG-13 Anything. Oh my god my phone's on 1% I gotta go to Walmart I mean across the street to dollar store Get a charger But I'll be here when y'all get back DJ
1: probably. hit like, the music
2: Let's take a quick time out and get a word from one of my dope ass sponsors, and we'll be right back with more live and in color with Wolfie D. This is Steve Bowtie Bryant here. Back in the 90s, I was a pro wrestling photographer for the South. And I released what might have been one of the original sets of indie Trading Cards. I ran across some of these original sets. They were up in Randall Fanning's attic all this time. PG-13 Rookie Card, Ricky Morton, George Weingroff as the Sheep, Chris Champion, Reno Riggins, Billy Montana, Gary Valiant, The Scorpion, The Medic, Rick Reynolds, Jeff Daniels, Mephisto and Dante, Ben Jordan, Steve Neely, Marcus Woodrow, Clinton Charisma, Little Farmer John. If you'd like an opportunity to get these cards, contact me now. You can get them for only $49.99. Contact me at Steve Bowtie Bryant at iCloud.com. Get your set now while supplies last. You need the Rockstar Realtor. Benji is
1: a member of Exit Realty's Garden Gate team in Gallatin, Tennessee. All right, we are back with Ask PG-13 Anything, and y'all, the people have come out in droves to ask you all some cool questions, so...
0: Hey, where the hell did we go? Where do we go? You said we're back. Where do we go? Did we, did we? I went to Florida. Where'd you go, Wolf? You went to Dollar General <laughs> Store. Shut up. I did. I went and bought a charger so I can finish his interview with y'all. And y'all <laughs> went. I went and got a charger. So guy But listen, y'all can't ask nothing stupid because I fix to pick my wife up from work in like thirty seconds.
1: We're not going to yeah. be. Yeah, we're not going to be stupid. But you can write that charger <laughs> off, man. Write that charger off on your taxes. You know. So hey,
0: listen, I don't pay taxes because I'm a uh, hella. They gave me like. One hundred fifty thousand dollars for a house. And I didn't. Pay, I didn't give them nothing.
1: All right. Well, we'll we'll just not talk about that then. All right.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, so, it's tax time though. But but they gave me five thousand dollars for taxes because my wife works and I'm just a nice. old cow potato dude. <laughs>
1: dude. Well, her name's Angela. Get that angel right. Come on. You know she's. That's an angel.
0: right. It's angel with an A.
1: That's right. I love it. And well, she uh, met
0: the devil. Believe that shit. Bless her heart. Christian <laughs> girls, and oh lord, the job of shit. But if she could do it over again, she'd change a few things. <sighs> I don't know, uh,
1: man. She seems to like you a lot, I think. so.
0: Uh, I don't know if she likes me a lot, or if it's, she's like, bullshit, I'm not going out like that. And I'm not going out <laughs> like the rest of them. And they'll know, because i tell you what, man. Uh, all she said was on MySpace was high. Yeah, And I read, hi, you want to get married, have the kids, I'll take care of you for the rest of your life and then bury you. That's what I saw, but she said that's not what that means.
1: <laughs> yeah. That's what, yeah, I feel you, man. I know the same hi. Yeah, yeah she
0: yeah. said hi, and I'm like, fuck yeah, that means hi, you want to get married, ask the kids, and I'll take care of you forever. you just a washed up old drug addict wrestler and uh by the time it's all over, you'll be a good guy and I'll just be ready to get rid of your ass.
1: That's what happens. Yes. Well, again, angel with an A. So, our okay. uh, first question is from the man, the king of all wrestling media, the host of the Cheap Heap TV podcast network, Gene Jackson from Facebook. He says, you guys got to wrestle some of the top tag teams in history. You know, LOD, Rock and Roll Express, the Dudleys, and other. Is there one team that you wish you would have gotten the chance to step in?" In the ring with that you didn't
0: public enemies my answer huh. uh, and only because the gimmicks were so much alike and then i just believe when me and wolfie turned dcw down uh, they made their own man i just believe that i believe that people would have loved to have seen it i believe it would have got over like hell but Molly yeah. Dangerously said there's not a chance in fucking hell i will ever book johnny grunge and jamie dundee in the same fucking building <laughs> you
1: <possibly will> <laughs> what about you wolfie d
0: I think my answer would be,
2: uh, you know, uh, Too Cool. I think Too Cool, we would have had a better match with them than we would.
0: Uh, oh, sure enough, sure enough. But Too Cool was just the PG-13 just all uh, grown up. Because, I mean, they even called their fucking finish the hip-hop drop. I mean, come I on, know. Brian. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we should have called our finish you know, the, the Lawler's Crown or something. I mean, you know, I don't <laughs> know. What, uh, and Brian, he's like, I didn't steal y'all's gimmicks. And he said, no, you didn't because you couldn't do it as good as us.
1: <laughs> well, I would have liked to have seen y'all wrestle the Midnight Express, so.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah hell yeah. Oh, my God. I mean, yeah, now, shit, I don't know. When Whoopi just said to me the other day, somebody called him and wanted us to wrestle the Rock and Roll Express. I said, if they lost their mind, <laughs> we couldn't, we couldn't get down. I couldn't keep up with them in my prime when we were fucking thirty, more or less. Now, and yeah. I mean, Jesus, Ricky and Robert can still go. And the Midnight Express. Now, the original. We're going. Were you talking Stan and Bobby or Dennis and Bobby?
1: I think Stan and Bobby, but Dennis and Bobby's fine too. I love them both. You know. Yeah, Dennis Stan. and
0: Bobby would have been a hell of a more wrestling because Stan just fucking stood in the corner and fixed his hair and shit, and then Bobby <laughs> do all the work. So. But, I mean, really, Dennis got down and, and did it, you know what I mean? And, uh, yeah. I mean, I like Stan. He's, you know,
1: he was the fabulous one. I love him, you yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, cool. I think that's it there. So, the number two question is from a guy named Freshie Johnson. Yep, that's his real name. Freshie What's Johnson. Freshy, Like, fresh with a Y. <laughs> FY. Wow,
0: brother, his, brother, his brother's parents hated him. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Might be a nickname, but we'll go with this No,
0: no, 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 no. It's not. He's a real name. He's from Philadelphia. I know him. He used to be one of my dealers.
1: <laughs> you're you're real talking on I, this?
0: No, no, I'm bullshit too, just like Freddy <laughs> That <laughs> oh, makes good it makes good entertainment. What the hell? It does. Right? I like it Yeah. But come on with it,
1: baby. Well, Wolfie, he <laughs> says he loves the show and he's all he's really found out a long time about y'all. He said he got into PG about two years ago from WWF, ECW, and WCW. It shows how strong your gimmicks were without watching the Memphis stuff. He was a fan without even watching the Memphis stuff. So his first question is. Are there any PG stories from New York or Buffalo, New York, or any in the West New York area or anything like that? Y'all have any good stories from New York? Um,
0: Wolfie might. I have none. <laughs> <laughs> I can't my, my wife's in the car. My wife saying my child is in the car. <laughs> so, uh, Freshie, my phone number, is You call me, Freshie, and I'll tell you the mail of a story.
4: But the wife and the child are in the car. The wife's in the car. <laughs>
0: so, I, pretty, uh, I, 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 hell, I don't remember much about New York. Uh, they didn't keep us around long in New York because I guess I was a redneck, and they said we didn't fit in.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you, I can't
0: think mean? like a specific city like
2: that. Any kind of story, I'm sure something happened because we've been to both of them a number of times. Yeah, uh,
3: something yeah, happened. I yeah,
0: I, yeah, we yeah, I just watched us on Shotgun Saturday Night just yesterday. The, the where we went, to, you know, went to the ring in that bar. Uh, that yeah. uh, table, whatever the hell that bar was called. uh All Star Cafe, Yeah. And sit yeah. in Madison Square Garden, right, right there in downtown New York. You, know, you could watch yourself on the Big Tron. But uh, yeah. I, I really don't remember much about partying there because we got in and got out. Because, see, when we did the Monday Night rolls, we had to fly right back in to do Louisville on Tuesday. Right. So we really didn't, you know, we, we didn't get to really do mm-hmm. most of the stuff. Or I didn't. Wolfie probably did. I, I went to my room, read the Bible, and had a nap. Yes, went right. On the
1: I believe yeah. it. I, I think it's great too. You did good job, Jamie. So, what? Yeah, about, his right. second quick question is: Explain to him the hip hop drop.
2: <laughs> um, well, the hip hop drop. drop what I thought it was. The, the, the hip hop drop originally was where I would hold him up like in a uh, almost like a bear oh. hug position, and then yeah. Jamie would come off the top with the hubcap to the back of the head. Oh, yeah, bam, that's right. Slap
1: right but not not the too cool hip-hop drop at all no no no
0: no no, but he they just stole the name because it was a cool ass name and i mean what was brian gonna call it the 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 brian leg droppers you know scotty i don't know the the worm was that the worm was the greatest shit they had yeah it was great that was over like hell with me
2: we didn't we didn't really use that finish for that long we only used that finish kind of at the beginning until we developed that uh tilt world where i would uh, spin Jamie around and, and and you know he'd splash him yeah that's a great
0: trying to do that the first few times holy oh, shit man. that was great. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was yeah. at least six inches off the ground when he spun me. He's <laughs> like, Dundee, man, you got to fucking run, bro. You were like picking up fucking iron, man. What, how much do you weigh? 165 pounds? And I keep <laughs> picking up because I mean, it was just dead weight, brother. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, I love that move. I think that was a great move. And I definitely, definitely think y'all need to look out there.
2: Surprised that nobody has uh, used that move.
0: Right, that well, I'm aware. You know, uh, Wolfie kind of invented that at Jerry Jarrett's farm, well, on the ring when we were, we me and Wolfie was up there inventing moves to to use against Al Brown and Sonny Rogers. Yeah. and we went to <laughs> Jarrett's farm at the wrestling school, and Wolfie's like, "Here, man, we're going to do this right." And so, Wolfie, Wolfie had a great mind for inventing things like that, like when he put the guy on the top rope and jump off the top rope, and just drive their head in the fucking mat and shit. That was great. (laughs) Yeah.
1: So (laughs) explain. uh, Now, Wolfie's kind of said this before that he told Brian, have you ever touched up with Brian and said, Hey, Brian, that was our gimmick brother. Or did Wolfie's always been like, he knew, you know, that it
0: was y'all. No, I mean, it it was kind of like, uh, of course I would, I would say, Jesus Christ, Brian, is there anything else you lawless can steal from us? Dundee, you steal the (laughs) gate. You fucking steal it. I I ruined one Christmas. for the rest of my fucking life, I got to fucking pay. So I was, <laughs> but, because you know, me and Brian rode together everywhere because I lived in Arkansas and Memphis. And then Brian, of course, lived in Memphis. And so we rode everywhere, you know, Memphis to Louisville, Memphis to Nas- everywhere we went, you know, because we were the Memphis clique. There was different cliques. Wolfie was part of the Nashville clique with the bosses. With the Randy Hales and the, and, the, and the Jeffs and then the Frank Morellas, and uh, and me and me and Brian and Spellbinder and the Road Dog Jesse, we was up at Memphis Boys there. See, so we would always ride together. And, and back then, poor old Brian—he I don't guess he had much fun because he didn't do nothing. Yeah. We all party like hell on a seven-hour drive to Louisville. And O'Brien would just drive at 120 miles an hour everywhere we
1: went. <laughs> so that's actually a question coming up. So I'm going to go ahead and ask it. At the Cause Effect on Instagram, he's a listener all the time, loves the show. So he said, Jamie's favorite guys to ride with. So that's the guys you're talking about right there. Spell by right. Well,
0: sometimes, sometimes it wasn't whether it was a favorite person to ride with. It was just a fucking guy that lived near you, so you didn't have to <laughs> drive by yourself. Right, i mean exactly. honestly but, but brian and them was my clique, you know but but then when once i found cocaine and crack i rode by myself because i wasn't gonna share that shit and then uh, a <laughs> paranoid everywhere i went and i just wasn't gonna have it right so right. i just i rode everywhere by myself me and my buddy crack he sat in the front right seat and see my wife and kid got out of the car now so that's why i went back to jc but, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but but you know uh many times in my life just me and old crack riding up down the highways and uh I remember the road dog saying one time, Jesus Christ, Jamie, fuck, man, you're spitting in the floor. I said, it's my fucking floor. (laughs) <laughs> uh, but, I mean, you know, I loved, I loved riding because, you know, you definitely have to like the person you ride with, for sure, especially when, when you're – and, you know, as a tag team, you know, you got to separate sometimes because right. 24-7, seven days a week, 365 days a year, about six years in, you don't like that motherfucker no more. Right. You know, it's just – it is just it is what it is. It's human nature. You can't be with somebody 24-7, you know. Right. And, yeah. and literally, we for five years, six years straight, Never, ever was we not together. Right.
1: Well, that's that's it. So Joshua Ash asks. He actually say that again. Joshua Joshua,
0: Ash asks. Say that. That's pretty hard.
1: Joshua Ash asked. That's a your good point there. So he asked. Ever think of doing a tag team seminar? He would love to know if you do. So you know, I've heard of singles, but go ahead.
2: Somebody, if somebody wants to book it, see that's the thing, man. People, I, I do see this on social media a lot. They're like. Hey, why don't y'all come to so-and-so? Why don't y'all come to so-and-so? Hey, get with yeah. your local promoter and tell them to bring us there.
0: I mean, yeah. The, and yeah. here's the other thing. I will I will show up. I didn't know anybody gave a fuck last year. I will show up. I, I just thought nobody would care if I didn't show up because I was in the mountains. Was my house yeah. that dirty? <laughs> <laughs> I cleaned no. my daughter's house because she let me come over and do laundry, waiting on them to get off work. And she just come out and said, it was my house that dirty for you that you just had to clean it? But no, I just thought that's what you oh do for your child.
3: <laughs> yeah, nice.
0: yeah. I did all her dishes while she was at work. I, I did the laundry and pump. But I mean, why not? Right? I mean, that's my job. Yeah.
3: <laughs> hey, uh,
0: yeah. 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 I used to have a baby. Chris Candido. Ask, I used to have a babysitting place. I used to do babysitting. I used to, I used to babysit this old hunkers <laughs> two kids one time, and they just no bullshit. They still talk to me to this day. Wow. Wow! Yeah, remember them apartments, Wolf? Remember that that that, yeah. that, that tall girl chick? Uh, yeah. If their boys are listening, they probably already know. But if they don't, you're mama was a hooker. But anyway, <laughs> I <I'm> fucking. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I won't mention no names, but they—they they still, I still talk to them boys today, and they're thirty-five or forty years old, and they tell me all the time, Dundee. Yeah, they say, Dundee man, thank you, thank you very much for. Uh, I mean, uh, Chris Candido said, "Can you fucking believe somebody would leave their kids with Jamie Dundee? Are you, are you serious?" But I guess he didn't realize that. I was better alternative than where them boys were going to go, so what the hell, yeah.
1: And I mean, can you believe he left his wife, sadly, with too many people? I'm sorry to say that. Maybe that's a bad thing to say, but... He, he, she, hey, listen,
0: he didn't leave her. She left him.
3: Yeah,
1: yeah. Exactly.
0: <laughs> he said, here's the job, Chris. You go yeah. to the ring, and I'm going to go get some head. And yeah. Chris like, oh, okay. And now Sonny has run over some people drunk on her fifth fucking DUI and killed these people, and I believe Sonny... I believe Sonny is, is going to have to fucking pay the Piper, brother. I believe yeah. that's going to be a uh, – bless your heart uh. – She, Sonny, was never one to take fucking responsibility for what Sonny did. Yeah, you know what I mean. And 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 in time for Sonny, as as Nikolai Roberts said, as Baby Dahl said, there's no remorse in this fucking picture in her face. This lady has no remorse for what she has done. She still feels she's fucking hot, super sexy Sonny from 1995. And brother, that is gone. It's way uh, gone. Way gone. Out of spite, out of mind, motherfucker. And uh, I believe there's a couple new ones now because that one just came forward and got much money from Vince. But anyway, you know what I mean? I mean, but but, I mean, it's fucked me, man. She, you know, she always blamed everybody else. And if you ask me, it's the the reason Christopher's gone is because that fucking chick put him in the fucking grave for real. I know how he passed away, but the point is, you know, uh, he was probably getting on that fucking plane to fly away from her, if you really want to (laughs) know. (laughs)
1: Right. <laughs> Sadly So the next question is from Neil Adam Lee And he asked a longer question But I really just cut it down Because the question was kind of redundant If you don't answer this one Now,
0: and, you just said a whole bunch of big fucking words microtunda, and something about uh, Cutting it <laughs> cut down and shit. I don't know what the hell you're talking about I That's just the man question, Jimmy at hey, took time <laughs> to ask you Ask that long question I, w- I want
1: to hear the long question <laughs> The long question was Was there ever a chance to go to Japan.
0: Yeah, but Wolfie no, wouldn't let the ridiculous. guy touch his dick. That's a true story. He wouldn't let the guy fucking hold his penis. Blaming Japan wasn't worth all that. <laughs> That's a true story. If Wolfie would let the uh, guy touch his fucking swan, we'd have been there. <laughs> 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 I
2: think I just told that story on another show or something. You, right? you did. Uh, you right? did. Yeah, yeah,
0: See that story. The, the guys like, yeah, i like, to fucking let him touch your swan. Wolfie's gonna give us a bunch of money. Like, he's touching my swan. So <laughs> we, we never made it.
1: Yeah, well, though, so that that was the Japan story. He was asking if you all had been Japan, tell your favorite stories of Japan, and I just said, well, if you haven't been there, why tell the story? You know what I mean? Right, right. So.
0: We can't tell you one because Wolfie never fucking crossed the line. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He said, I'll do a lot of things for the team, but not touch my penis so, uh whatever the guy did. I his name. Yeah, he, no, oh, I, I think yeah, he it was...
2: did uh, he's dead now. He's dead, so it don't
0: matter. It don't
2: matter, but... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, you could you could probably. I mean, if they want to hear a Japan story, I'm sure you could come up with something.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. I got, I got, I got, so I'm listening. This is no bullshit. I, I know if you go to Japan, they get they 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 get girls to wash you. They wash you, wash you yeah. unders and stuff. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. I know they're called they're called geishas. Yeah, yeah, but that's all I know. And then they got then they got every cop machine's got they got they got liquor in it. And, they, and Doug Gilbert said, when you answer the phone, you go like this:
1: mushy mushy, mushy <laughs> <all I> <laughs> mushy. I love it. Too bad Billy Travis cr- never made it over there, right? Yeah. They could have washed him.
0: But. Oh, my God. There would have been like a whole bunch of little jets holding their nose like, God, oh, it's like stinking dick, brother. Oh, yeah, poor <laughs> <laughs> old oh, boy, man. <laughs> I ain't shitting, bro. That thing, it was, God, the covered wagon would peel back and fucking the smell, brother. I'm like, fuck. Oh, Billy. Hey. But, but Billy could steal from you. No, literally, Billy told everybody in the WWF when he was there that his mama passed away. And Andre and all of them collected a whole bunch of money and gave it to Billy so he could go smoke crack. And nobody had even paid passed away and shit, and nobody was mad at Billy because yeah. you just couldn't get mad at fucking Billy Travis because I mean he you know he just from up here in Eastern Kentucky up here in the Hollers where Ewan's is at and uh, he just a uh, guy you just had to like Billy man steal from you smile and you smile back and just fucking say oh goddamn Billy come on back tomorrow steal again <laughs> <laughs> I, swear, <man. laughs>
1: I love it alright well the next question is from Keith P. Miller on Facebook and he says
0: yeah
1: yeah he says, why did you only get a chance to wrestle on mostly WCW Saturday nights and worldwide? He figured they gave you frog to work angles with three counting young dragons. What do y'all think about that?
0: Well, I think because of the split and Russo and, uh, and like, I guess back like in the 70s with the Jarrett's, if you took the wrong split, you would stay with Nick, you didn't have a job. So I think we went with Russo and Jeff and it didn't work out for us. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, I mean, honestly, we've been in there with Jeff and Russo and all them—that I mean, would have worked. We'd have been We'd have been the Candy Kids, brother. Believe that.
2: Dude, we had, we had such good matches on those shows. They're, the the only answer to me for that is that they just oh, didn't sh- think we were, uh, you know, main roster caliber. When in fact, you know, Jamie, you remember the finish we did with the dragons with the triple sunset flip thing and all that? and oh, we it yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody was giving us a standing ovation. Arne, Diamond Dallas, all of them, man, was sitting there clapping. I was like, coming from Memphis, Jamie, tell you. Nobody puts your matches over They'll bury it But they won't put it over So we come walk Through the curtain Standing ovation What the fuck Is wrong with these Motherfuckers
0: <laughs> I, I, I thought I thought What the fuck Is Sonny doing something good <laughs> 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 I'm like shit But uh, yeah It was us I'm like fuck They talking about us But, but I mean really True true that True that uh, It was just uh, One of them Russo out uh, Whatever the other dude's name is Was in What's his name uh, Yeah that's him <laughs> he killed Well about his name, uh uh Bishop. Bishop. Yeah, that's him. Jack off. Yeah, that's him. That's his name.
1: I forgot. <laughs> y'all did have some great matches, though. I think it could have worked out. But anyway, I'd see y'all on AEW right now as far as that goes, you know. so.
0: Speaking of AEW, i got a question. How does Cody Rhodes open a company to run against Vince and then go work for Vince? How the fuck did that happen?
1: Well, he brought his level up, you know. That's basically <laughs> he, it. He, 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 he
0: did what?
1: He found a money mark to start a company with, and then he decided to dip once that he booked himself out of the world title situation. That's my opinion. I think they did a stupid angle at first where if he lost a match and he was trying to put a guy over and he ended up getting this match where he couldn't end up being in the world title picture anymore or whatever. And I think he wanted to go to WWF and, and fill his his dad's never winning a title dreams up there. I, think. Uh,
0: I understand, but uh, he needs to put on about 350 pounds and talk with a fifth baby and so throw- up big elbow and hit
1: him in the belly welly and then maybe he can maybe he can do that yeah yeah what did bill dundee think of dusty Rhodes? let's hear this question
0: bill dundee popped up the roads of the american dream baby said when he comes to town he said oh good lord lansa he hit him in the belly welly now, that's good shit brother a belly
1: yeah. welly yeah a belly welly i, I love been that.
0: The finish. And, yeah. and you know and who else can take a big black woman put her in polka dots and get her over like fucking rover for doing absolutely nothing but it's the american dream camp baby dusty big yeah. dust my dad my daddy see my daddy loved Big Dusty because when we moved to Louisiana and he was booking for Bill Watts, Big Dusty was the man there, baby. Whoa, yeah. Big I love it. But I, I mean Dusty 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 was way ahead of his time, man. You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Absolutely.
0: He's a big man that could move. You know what I'm saying? Yes, he was he, could. He, could. he was entertaining. He he could go. And I d I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Cody, Cody, Dustin, Dustin, could go, but I don't know if I I I don't know Cody. I've never seen Cody. I don't watch wrestling. I didn't even know wrestling was still on fucking TV. Because, you know, I mean, I, did, cause I, got, I got one of them Rokas, them Rokas TVs. You can watch any damn thing you want. You, you can type in damn uh, two midgets fucking throwing discus over the fucking roof of the house, and it's on there. I swear to God, I saw them.
3: Yeah. I saw it.
0: And, and so, I mean, who's gonna? who wants to sit around watch fucking boring-ass, shitty-ass wrestling?
3: Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, it's a good point. Well, I, I agree with you there, brother. So, okay, our next question, cause effect on Instagram, the stiffest rib you've ever seen. Mm-hmm.
3: Scene
0: that guy or? And kicked me when I passed out in the dressing room there before before the Ken Shamrock thing. He skipped and broke my fucking rib. Out. I mean, You're our job, you lose your job, Dun. Yeah, kicking the shit out of my rib right there. That's yeah. the fucking hardest one I ever seen. Cause I had an eight hundred dollar cab bill on you know <laughs> That wasn't my fucking fault. That's Brian Krucher's fault.
1: So that was a rib in a sense, right? I mean, you Yeah, know. <laughs>
0: what a rib. A rib on Wolfie.
1: And everybody else
0: uh, <laughs> it really ripped on me, my microphone wasn't on, I had to go home and then woke up on Wednesday and watched it back, and I'm fucking asleep on the stage, got them slobber coming out my face, and oh, what a fucking rib. <laughs> nobody cares, nobody cares. And then and now <laughs> they're going to send me letters talking about, uh, you know, since Chris Benoit did what he did, we care here in the WWF, I want to send you to rehab. If you don't want to send me to goddamn rehab that day, motherfucker. You want to take my <laughs> full plane tickets and fire me, you fucking jackass. <laughs> Yeah, motherfuckers. No matter of fact, more. I think the matter. I get Fuck you, Jim Ross. You half a face, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh oh one my I'm sorry. That was my question. My question is for Jim Ross. What happened to the other side of your face, you fuck? <laughs> 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 oh my god! <laughs> he all said, right. These. That's what happens when you put, put your nuts on his chin. Paw. Oh my face. My wife and kids got in the car. Hey y'all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah, next question. All me. right. Where next, we going now, y'all? Huh? Next, We're going to. Ours? That yeah, going I'm driving home, so y'all carry on with the questions. We'll feel answered. I'll just listen. <laughs> all
1: right. Well, this is a good one I think you can answer. And and honestly, this is our last question of Ask PG-13 Anything. Now, this is from Eddie.
0: Anything part didn't come through. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. And, you know, I, we only gave him a couple days, but it's okay. Maybe next time we'll get more. This is Eddie Austin at King Lawler Fan on Twitter. He's a great listener, loves the show all the time, and He says this, did y'all ever have heat with someone because of something Bill or just Memphis in general did prior to them knowing you?
0: Brian did for what Lawler done. But but uh, Bill, Bill kind of got along with everybody, I think. I never got I got heat on my own for what i done. <laughs> Nothing for what Bill did. <laughs> did hey, so you, what is this gentleman's name that asked this question? His name's Eddie Austin. Well, I tell you, Eddie Austin, you're going to stay married for a long time because Jimmy just said you're a good listener. <laughs> and I'm glad, there you're a good listener because women love that, brother. So you're going to be married forever. man. Just hey, just keep on listening, bro. <laughs> so so uh, I think
2: complete opposite Jimmy I think all the guys know you, you even seen when Savio did his uh interview on on another show that uh you, you know he's like they're from Memphis they they timing you know everybody knows that if you worked Memphis for as long as we did we knew what the fuck we were doing and they, and they trusted us
5: so it was the opposite.
0: Yeah, most yeah. of all, most of all, you, we've always said this: you could take Memphis wrestling and stick it anywhere on the fucking earth, and it will yeah. get over. But you can't Absolutely. take anything yeah. else in the world and stick it in Memphis. They'll boo. They'll shit on it. They'll right. they'll laugh at it. Right. And literally, and, 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 and I mean, that's why we can do an arm pump fucking angle with the Dudley boys do the arm pump on a pay per view. Some other yeah. said, Holy y'all, holy y'all can do a damn arm pump fight on a damn pay per view, Dundee." <laughs> I said, "Well, Freddie Joe Floyd, you wasn't on it, so it don't matter." <laughs> (laughs) That's what they told us in Mexico and everything. They said, we didn't hire y'all to be Mexican. We hired you to be you. Do what you do. And Mexico had never seen no shit like that. They'd never seen no act like monkeys and just stop in the middle of of a spot and just dance and just, they never saw, honestly, I don't believe they ever saw no shit like us. They they loved it. It it got over like Rover because the guy said, he said, if I wanted Mexicans, I'd have hired Mexicans. I hired y'all to do what you do and do what you do. Right. And so, I mean, mean, never in Mexico history, because, you know, it's all three-on-three, good heel, referee, bad, never had they seen nobody stop and dance and do the hip-hop, do the booty bump, and, and just, I mean, they never seen no shit like it, and so it got over like hell, because we all know something new is really exciting, and after you're trained for years and years and years of seeing the same shit. You, you go, wow, these two little skinny dudes are something else, man. Yeah, absolutely. And then everybody oh. had tights on a mask on, and we had a pair of shorts on and boxer shorts and tennis shoes. They never seen no shit like that, for real.
2: Right. Yeah. And, yeah. And the other thing was, and I'll never forget, uh, the, the guy that used to drive us around, Arturo. Uh, Arturo. After he Arturo. Watched, Arturo. He, he, after he watched us for the first time, he said, amigos, your face, you look like you want to kill. And so mm-hmm. he, and back to Said about the mask. We didn't have masks, and you know, facial expressions. And we had, you know, 1994. Yeah. There wasn't very many guys
0: that didn't wear masks down there. It, right. Yeah, I think Conan and Conan and uh, Vampiro were the only two I can think of. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, very, very, you know, everybody else was masked up because, I mean, that was the big deal in Mexico. To lose the mask, you build it up for the mask to make the big money, you know. Yeah. And they never saw comedy. they would never seen comedy wrestling. They did. They, they They never saw it. And when they all started laughing, they're like, fuck, we're laughing. Because, yeah. you know, most of the Mexicans are, woo ah, woo. a bunch of whistles. They whistle. There's some whistling some bitches, let me tell you. <laughs> yeah.
1: That's awesome.
0: Uh, another thing that me and Wolfie were like kind of put on the spot because they don't speak English. We don't speak Spanish. Wolfie, when, when he came home, he was fluent Spanish. He yeah. knew <laughs> un autobus. He knew what. Uh, Tommy said, "Well, how you say car?" Wolfie. He said, "Un auto. Bus. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, we, we, me and Wolfie, brought a little Spanish kid. We yeah. uh, were kid, probably twenty five years old, and we would sit him in our room and we would smoke pot, and I'd say. Toe. And he'd say, Toe? <laughs> and we'd say. Espanol. And he he would say it back to us in Spanish. And then me and Wolfie, it was like fucking two cavemen, bro. It was great. We were like Fucking cavemen. I say I'd say, C and him <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah. They
0: stole awesome. that idea. Ain't seen no man stole our fucking movie because that was us. We were doing that years before that movie came out. We just, didn't know.
1: <laughs> I love it. That's awesome. And yeah. I ran up
0: a five or six hundred dollar fucking tab in a bar, bro. And the average Mexican makes fifty bucks a month. Yeah. And I ran up a fucking six hundred dollar tab on this waiter, and brother, it was like an EF hunting commercial when that fucking guy said, "You want to pay this tab?" I go, "Tab." That yeah, means the shit's free. <laughs> fucking the lights came on, the music stopped, and here come the fucking mafia. <laughs> um, uh, amigo, uh, you don't have no money for your dad. I'm like, that means that shit's free. He said some shit in Spanish to that guy, and that guy said to me in English, Amigo, please, man. Amigo, man, you don't have no money. I'm like, uh-uh, you got to come to my hotel room. I give him 100,000 pesos. That's like seven fucking dollars. <laughs> I was like, I was hearing 100,000. He said, Amigo, my taxi costs more than this. I said, Well, you better fucking walk because it's all I got. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I mean, it was, I mean, uh, every fucking it, day. It, what was it called? Whoopi, it was called Toontown, the mm-hmm. Zona Rosa, the Peak Zone. It was Toontown because we had fucking cartoon tattooed on us. They loved us. Yeah,
1: <laughs> that's hilarious. Um, <laughs> All right. Well, that is it for Ask PG-13 Anything. And that is it for the show, Wolfie D. Won't you take us out, brother? Thank you, Jamie, hey, for showing up. Hey,
0: You're hey. welcome, gentlemen. And, uh, Wolf, I'm excited to see you this week coming up because by the yep. time they hear this, we have already going to do it. So since we've already done <laughs> it, you owe me 50 yep. bucks on that fucking picture, bro. I would just say, I can't just you know.
2: And, hey, just to uh, remind everybody, uh, the next thing coming up for us is going to be the Squared Circle Expo. April 8th and 9th, and then in uh, Indianapolis? May, we're gonna be at uh, Heroes and Legends in Pigeon Forge, Tennessee, on May yeah, the 13th, it, it,
0: Indianapolis in April, right? 7th and 8th, and in Indy, in yep. right? Right? I'm gonna so, call Peyton okay. and Eli Manning and let them come on over and let them chill with us for a minute, yeah. you know, because tell
1: them what's man. up, man. That's
0: cool, yeah, because yeah. they ain't doing All nothing well, but commercials. Everybody. I mean, they're, they're they're commercial dudes
1: now, yeah, exactly,
0: yeah.
2: <laughs> But thank
0: you, Jamie. Thank you, everybody, for listening.
2: And, dude, I will see you soon. Everybody, tune in next week for Live and in Color with Wolfie D. Oh, thank, you mother, huh? <laughs> thank you, guys. All right, boys.
0: Love you. Be safe. Thank
3: you,
1: buddy. <laughs> You're the best. Thank you, buddy. And now a word from our sponsor.
2: Every other Thursday, wherever you listen to podcasts.
0: If you're a pro wrestling fan, there's something for everyone at the Cheap Heat TV Podcast Network. From the Pro Wrestling Discussion Show, Cheap Heat TV Live, to the Interview Show, the Jackson Interaction Podcast with the king of all wrestling media, Gene Jackson, to the silliness of the Whitey Jeacon Show, and the brand-new Zip, Xander's Irresistible Podcast with Charles Anders. You can check them all out and much more over at CheapHeatTVLive.com. Hey, everyone. This is Shane from Insane Shane's World. I release wrestling figures of enhancement talent, mid-card wrestlers, and wrestlers that you never thought would have a figure available. So if you are interested in adding a really cool and rare figure to your collection, then don't hesitate to contact me at shamtheman73 at gmail.com. That's S-H-A-M-The-Man73 at gmail.com. You can also join my Facebook group. Just search Insane Change World. This is the big picture, Michael Jablonski. Don't forget to tune in every
4: week to Jablonski's Pissed Off on the Give Me Back My Pro Wrestling YouTube channel. The mud frog in sport, gonna tell you
0: all about it. He doesn't care what you think, you're gonna hear all about it by Jablonski.
4: It's Decibel Geek. Wherever you find your podcasts, you'll find us there. If you love rock and roll, I can almost guarantee you're going to love my show.
5: So that was another great episode. Hey, Wolfie, tell them where they can find you on social media. Jimmy, they can find me in the club, bottle full of bub. I'm just kidding. Uh, they can find me on Facebook. Uh, my personal page is Warren Wolf, W-O-L-F-E. I'm on Instagram, at WarrenWolf13. You can always find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube, at Live Wolfie D. Here's the thing. Wolfie always has offers for his autographed photos. He has a selection of some awesome photos from throughout his career that he will autograph and personalize any way that you want him to. Just contact him either directly at his personal Facebook page or through any one of our other pages, and we'll make sure you get in contact directly with Wolfie. Get those photos, right, Wolfie? Yeah, I've got some good stuff on there, you know, to help with the podcast. Folks, if you can't get out to a show to meet Wolfie D, there's nothing like that, especially for the fans of PG-13 and Wolfie D. And before we go, you can always find me, your host, Jimmy Street, at James Rock Street on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube.
2: And hey, Jimmy, before we go real quick, I just want to add in there, uh, from the bottom of my heart, I really appreciate, first of all, the work you've done for this podcast.
5: You have worked your butt off. Second, Secondly, the people that are liking the page beyond that even more is the people that are listening and we really appreciate that yeah and remember guys the podcast drops a new episode every monday at noon and our past episodes are streaming now on demand on all major podcast formats thanks again i got a cap you don't he got a cap
2: you don't i got a cap you, you, you
3: don't
4: for you don't and here we go The original white boy That came out sagging Not bragging Don't be hating because i spitting the truth Still lobbing in color do rush your mother Utilize a hubcap Unlike any other, other. Back in the day I was N-O-D, and I was P to the G, plus the one and the three. In case you forgot, they call me Wolfie D. Been cloned and copied so many times. suck suckers taking credit for what is mine. You know who you are, without me name dropping. first white boy coming out hip hop Been doing it like this since 92. Late love for a while, and you thought I was through. Listen real close to the it that I've This shit's so sick it makes your ears get infected. Mad skills, no faking, that is no one great. Cause I'm bringing more folks and over on or later. i not here to play games, so you better beware. You don't like me, so what? I really don't care. All the time I keep ticking and I can't be stopped. You suck a step to the side unless you wanna get dropped. When my finish, I'll straight knock you out. Please allow me to tell you what it's all about. I'm gonna wind it up, then I'm driving it home. It's rookie D, baby. Huh? I got a cap for your dome. I you got a cap for your dome. I you got a cap for your I you got,
3: you got a cap for your dome.
1: This has been a James Rock Street production.